Welcome back to the Movie Draft House. I'm your host, Mark, joined by co-host F.A. Hey, it's fall. It's beautiful. The leaves are changing, presumably. Uh, you know, doing great. How about you? <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, also great. Uh, but you know what's extra great the this music month? this month? Oh, yeah, I the music this month. Yeah. Uh, music this month is brought to you by Ottawa, Canada's finest, mm. the Canadians. folk alternative band Talk, with their song "Train." We allow, uh, <laughs> we, allow we allow them to. We allow them. <laughs> uh, no, we appreciate them for allowing us allowing us to use their music on the podcast. Uh, make sure you hit the show notes for all the links to their socials. Uh, be sure to throw them a like, follow, or a subscribe. We appreciate them. Hey, so you've heard the music now. What do you think? I haven't heard the music yet. Oh, that's BS. Well, because the, um, the previous episode hasn't come out at this time of recording, and I haven't edited this episode that we're recording right now, which would be the first time I would hear the music while editing. Spoiler alert. Jeff does not listen to the music ahead of time. I don't. I like to be surprised. Uh, I think you'll be surprised. It's part of the Anyways. thrill. Yeah, That's why sure. usually in the second half of the month, I'm like, oh, great music, Mark, this is awesome. But in the first <laughs> half, I, I just don't know yet. You know, I like to give an honest opinion. There was one we, band uh, that wasn't my particular taste, and I didn't shit on them. I'm just like, yeah, it's not for me. You know? Sure. That way you no, know I, when I, I'm like, hey, equally opposite is the shit, you know I mean it. <laughs> They're the shit. They're awesome. <laughs> Not to uh, be sure to the be sure well. to hit the uh, the October 2022 back catalog for equally opposite. Uh, anyways, Jeff. Yes, sir. Who do we watch this week? Baby, baby. Well, we are on road trip fever, and you know me. We took a road trip back to the 80s, 1981, to watch road games, uh, starring Stacey Keach and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, at the time of this recording, the, the new Halloween movie came out. It's trash. Um, but um, <laughs> I would argue this is better. Uh, oh, Jesus. Um, so, okay. uh, and Jamie Lee Curtis is in this for all of like 10 fucking barely minutes. In it. Um, absolutely. <laughs> but she's still great. Like, even when we watch. I think you have a, you have a thing for Jamie Lee Curtis. I do. I and I think she's only gotten better with age. I, she's just <laughs> one of those tabs for me. Oh, okay, I got it. Um, yeah, I, I just—I think she's awesome. Oh, I will say, as much as I don't like the new Halloween, like Laurie Strode is still a great character, and Jamie Lee Curtis is so badass. She's awesome. I love her. Um, but uh, yeah. So this, I don't—I didn't do any research, which is not a surprise to anyone whatsoever. Uh, but this felt like a made-for-TV film. Um. I I mean 1981 so wasn't everything made for TV back then? They had theaters in the 80s? What's your problem? <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> but like I mean cinema in the I I imagine cuz I wasn't alive but in the uh, the early 1980s was reserved for your your bigger No. budget stuff, right? No. You had all kinds of stuff. Like the, in the movie theaters? Yeah, it's when people went to the movies. You know, like I remember watching. I, I remember watching uh, Seinfeld, and that was nice. Did you ever watch Seinfeld? No, right. I'm not a big no. Seinfeld guy. Well, it, hey, well, there's a, a handful of 
episodes where they take a trip to the local movie theater and it's like kind of these off the wall movies and they were all like real movies but like it was movies you never heard of and so i was always thinking like i wonder if that's like real cuz it was like you know they were going back in like eight late eighties nineties. I guess no, they I would have know. been mid to mid to late nineties. Seinfeld was a early nineties. I show, will right? find out. But okay. Um, Anyways, you were saying. Uh, <laughs> um. So Jeff, what made no, you? No, you're right. Start eighty nine, ran to ninety eight. Yeah, I mean, but like it's you know the it's, its popularity was probably mid nineties. Um. So what made you select road games? I wanted something with a horror bend, which this doesn't really have. Um, I That's kind of what I was looking for, um, was something with a little more horror spin to it. But it was more of a thriller. Um, and I like Jamie Lee Curtis. That's why I selected this film. And I have not seen it. <laughs> yeah, so... Like I was, I was looking at Stacy Keach. Now, and when we when we said last time, you were like, "Who's Stacy Keach?" And I'm like, "Right, you'll and, know him if you see him." And did you? Yeah, and, and you probably went, "Oh yeah." Now, or, you know, young younger Stacy Keach, like here in this film, is not as recognizable as older Stacy Keach that I've seen mm-hmm. in a handful. You know, whatever I've seen. He's him in. in that shit in and, Nebraska you tried to make us watch. I still haven't seen it, so I don't know. But yeah. I did. Uh, I did look through his filmography, and he's got over two hundred acting credits. Yeah, so. he's the man. Um, and you know, honestly, I thought he, he really makes the film. He has to, and, though, right? Yeah. No, the everything asks him to carry this film. And at first, I did not like the fact that he was kind of narrating his his own exposition. Um. But then after a while, I was like, okay, well, he's kind of he's kind of kooky, you know. He's he's this Australian no, he's, truck driver. He's a truck driver in Australia. He does right. not have he's an Australian, Australian accent. No, he doesn't. Um, Half but the then, cast like, doesn't. Almost all of them don't. Like all of the main <laughs> players, like anyone who gets in his truck, I don't remember hearing an Australian accent. Well, the the older lady has like a British accent. Yeah. So um, and then um, Jamie Lee Curtis, I think we're told that she's American. Um, yeah, like on the radio or whatever. But I, I just you know this this movie it's weird. There's 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 a lot of tonal shifts in this film. Like it tries to be one type of movie for like thirty minutes, and then it's it's like kind of comedic uh-huh. in in different in different aspects. Like, I liked it. Just say it. It's okay. No, I I, I didn't hate it. It's I didn't okay. hate it. I didn't hate it either. I I I enjoyed this. Um, and I enjoyed like you said at first. You're like, why is he talking to himself? And then you realize this dude is a truck driver. He's always on the road. He's he's by himself, with the exception of his uh, quote unquote dingo, his dog friend uh, Boswell, Boswell, Bosley, Boswell. Boswell. Um. And so he's always talking to himself. He's telling himself stories about the people on the road with him. He sees a family in a car and he's like, I bet he's a, you know, an accountant, you know, and he just kind of, it's the way he keeps himself sane being alone so much 
and doing such a monotonous job for so long. You know, it's the era before podcasts and, you know, having unlimited music on your phone. He's doing what he can, you know, and I think that that makes the character interesting that he is internally monologuing or externally monologuing, as the case may be, throughout the film and anytime he's alone. And it doesn't change when people get in his cab, his cabin of of his truck, where he's constantly talking and and kind of playing game like he likes to play a game on the road, you know. Um, So I I really like that. And like you said, Stacey Keach has to be good. Because if he's not, the movie is a complete fail because right. it, it is all him throughout the whole movie. Um, and and there's so many scenes where it's just him and a dog, maybe, or just him behind the wheel. And so he has to just bring it. And I think he does. He's likable and interesting kind of guy. Um, so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, he is he is uh undeniably the the entire the entire thing rests on his shoulders and like you said if it if he's not as charismatic and and likable as he is uh you know the the whole the whole thing falls apart but i you know i i liked a lot about this film I didn't like that it it kind of waffled between being serious, uh, like a thriller. Like, where is then, this comedy you're talking about? Well, the, you know, like there's like when he's with uh, the older lady, the older British lady in the in yeah. the cabin, and like I thought she was more she's, of a pain in the ass than funny. Well, she was a pain in the ass, but like when he's like chasing after her, there, there's like these like background sounds that like. Like I imagine, like a, a clown would make as they're riding a <laughs> tricycle away. Yeah, I, it's. I mean, like, I didn't take notes about like which scenes were like actually comedic, and like he has a couple one-liners that are pretty funny. But, um, I I thought I thought that you know it's oh and uh, the whole boat scene bro i was gonna bring it up what the fuck was that guy's problem (laughs) so okay (laughs) now we got to get into the plot a little bit to to talk about the boat scene so they the whole plot of this movie is he sees a guy take a sex worker into a hotel room the next morning he sees her uh the the guy in the hotel room watching the trash guy take the trash away uh, and he's concerned about the fact that his dingo, Boswell, is kind of digging around the trash. And it's kind of suspicious. And there's a serial killer going around that you hear about on the radio. And so the I guess I don't remember what happened, like how he got on this guy's bad side in the van. But the green van is the van that the serial killer is driving. And he passes him. But he, he blazes past this guy towing a boat. Uh, the serial killer does. And Stacy Keach is in the truck behind him trying to keep up. So Stacy Keach is trying to pass. And now Boat Guy is like, hell no, you're not passing me. So he is blocking Stacy Keach the whole way. And so this pisses Stacy Keach off. So he pulls his so he's like, all right, fine, fuck it. He rams his boat and then it spins out. The boat rolls off the ramp and then Stacy Keach just plows through it in the truck. It's awesome. But I don't know why 
the driver was being such an asshole. It, it, I mean, it, it's never. It, I mean, that's just one of those things where it's just like, wait, what is going on? Um, it was. I, I liked that scene because it was just like, damn, like, why is that guy having this kind of road rage? And then after he he gets out of his car, he looks at his boat, which just looks like a pile of lumber now, and he's like kicking pieces and jumping and throwing right. a fit. And like, I think Stacey right. Keach looks back to see if he's okay. And he's like, all right, fine. And he drives off. Right, just drives off. Like, you know, this guy's sailboat. It was like a sailboat. Yeah. Uh, the guy's sailboat is nothing but splinters. He was being and- a dick. He he deserved it. <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, I, I, you know, like, the the tonal shifts. Because, like, another comedic scene is when he's in the, the gas station bathroom. And he thinks he's though? got... I I took it as comedic is because he's he's he thinks he's cornered the serial killer in this bathroom. But the and movie kind of like doesn't tell you he's doesn't have him, right? No, it just shows his feet. Right, it shows the guy's feet, and and Stacy Keach goes in the bathroom with this like I, I, it's I a, don't even know what it was. It was a bl- you know the fan that's on the front of your car that blows uh, air onto your radiator. Uh, yeah, that's what it was. A radiator fan. Which um, I don't know. I don't know. I described it. You figured out what it was. So yeah. So he's holding this fan, but then what is he? What is he holding in like his other hand? Um, like a flashlight? Did he have the flashlight yeah. then? I don't know. But like he he's going. He goes into this bathroom and he he sees this guy in the stall and he thinks it's a serial killer because he you know followed the green van. The green van's outside. Jamie Lee Curtis is going to like rummage through the green van and he thinks he's got the, the serial killer cornered in this bathroom. So he goes in the bathroom and there's a guy in the stall. All we see is the guy's pants and shoes. And he starts telling this guy, all right, I got you. He's calling him names. You stupid prick. Yeah. Right. And you know, and so like he's standing there in the bathroom and he's waiting on this guy to like come out of the stall and he doesn't. And so then he like goes back outside to like see what Jamie Lee Curtis is doing. And he sees her rummaging through the, uh, the green van. And like, he, he goes back inside the bathroom and he's like, all right, guy, I got you. You know, we got you cornered this and that. Not realizing that he doesn't have the right guy. Jamie Lee Curtis gets nabbed in the van. Yeah, because the guy's like the, just the the actual serial killer a, is asleep in the van. Right, in like a sleeping bag. And so uh serial killer takes off with Jamie Lee Curtis while while Stacy Keach's character is in the bathroom and all of a sudden we, you know, we're introduced to like it's just a regular guy who's just taking a poop. And... <laughs> Poor guy. Have you ever been in the bathroom and then like someone started talking to you? And you raise your feet and you're like, oh. While you're taking a shit like someone's coming in. Hey, man. <laughs> like in Austin Powers. How's it going over there? You know, that's the that's the weirdest fucking thing ever. Um, I've had people talk to me in the bathroom. <laughs> sure, people talk to you. Do you talk back, though? Hell no. Like, bro, I'm taking a shit. It might be the only thing I reply. I'm taking a dump. This is an intensely personal moment. Please shut the fuck up. <laughs> right, right. Like, I mean, that's that's uh, all right. So you're in a stall and you're taking a poop. Yes. And somebody tries to talk to you. All right, that's one thing. Do you talk to them 
when you're at the urinal. Hell no. I got my okay, dick out. Good. No. <laughs> no. There's very specific rules. Listen, I'm not one for like toxic masculine rules. Men can't cry. Out. Yeah. Men should cry. Feels good. But there's certain rules that make sense. And the urinal yeah. rules make perfect sense. You don't yeah. make eye contact. You stare at the wall. You do your business right. and you fucking leave. D- anything beyond that is improper. Right. You know, hey, man, in, uh, how's it going? Take- I was in the store the other day and I had already peed in the urinal. And I was washing my hands. And guy comes out of a stall. Like, like, sees what I had on. I had a shirt on, and it was like a, it's like a, had, had fish on the back of my shirt. And he starts talking to me about my shirt. And we're the only two dudes in the bathroom. And I'm like, well, mm, bro, bro, what are we doing? The sink, the sink is a little more fair game. No, but we're the only two in there. You well. know, it's like an intimate <laughs> moment. It's like, hey, man, where you get that shirt? I really like that shirt on you. your shirt. Let's take it off. He's like, "Hey, what what kind of fish are on that shirt?" And I'm like, "Bro, I don't fucking know. I don't I don't fish. <laughs> I just like the color scheme on it." All right, come on. Hey, <sighs> anyway, the sink is fair game. Like, cause as long as your pants are and your fly is up, you know, like, and you're yeah, the sink. I'm a, like, I'd be like, "Hey, how's it going? Nice. Have a nice day." You know, I'm not going any deeper than that. So I, mm. I'm with you a bit. Like, if you try to go any deeper, then hey, how's it going? Because at that point, you got the mirror in front of you, and so there's right. no blank wall to look at. You right. you just see their face in the mirror, so you might as well get the awkwardness out of the way. Not, hey, how's it going? And then you go back to wash your hands and get the hell out of there. Yeah. Uh, but don't talk about so, my fish shirt. <laughs> no, I just... No, don't... Don't try to make a conversation about my shirt while I'm fucking in the bathroom. I'm the only other one with you. In this bathroom, it's a single stall bathroom, and it's like we—it's weird, man. It's I'm weird. with you. I, like I'm, I don't need to have this conversation. Hey, let's go out. Let's go out of the bathroom, and then maybe we can have the conversation. But, uh, anyways, Stacy Keach, uh, realizes he's got the wrong guy, and it's a guy with like a motorcycle helmet comes out of the stall. Now, was he like Russian? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like he but spoke, like, but I, don't, I could be wrong. I could be misremembering. But he was with the British lady, so I don't know. But um, they were just making small talk. Because British lady I, got abandoned by her family. That's how annoying she is. Right. And <laughs> like they literally dumped her on the side of the road and drove away. <laughs> yeah, she tried to go jump off of the side of a cliff. Uh, oh, to get away from Stacy Keach. Stacy Keach is a serial killer. Yeah. But, um, and so, like, the whole scene where Stacy Keach goes and grabs the dingo, and he's trying to let the the truck cab down. You can bite him in the crotch, up. boy. Right. He says, and that. like the, it, it had a it had a um, what's that? Oh, Benny Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it had that whole Benny Hill feel to me. And that was, I mean, it was comedic, but I was like, man, this is weird. It's out of place. So, um, I, can, I can understand. I don't think it was that out of place. Like, I think it was funny just in kind of a weird situation he was in. But let, I, wanna, I wanted to kind of take a peek over at the police corner. Okay, There's no, a scene no, where he gets pulled over. Part. He's got Jamie Lee Curtis hiding in the back of the truck because she, you find out she's on the run. Her dad is some rich diplomat or whatever. Well, she's been reported missing. Right, reported missing. But she just yeah. ran away from home. She just, he, right. He's like, you should call your dad. Let him know you're okay. 
because I'm he's not stupid. Stacy Keach isn't stupid. He's like, I'm riding with this young twenty uh, something girl in my vehicle. You need to call your dad <laughs> so it doesn't look like right. I did something crazy. You know, he, uh, he, he he's not a creep and he doesn't want people to think he's a creep. Um, but so he gets pulled over by the cops and he has Jamie Lee Curtis hiding in the cab and these cops, how'd you feel about this scene? Because I thought of you and, uh, this guy's mustache and (laughs) just like how they're like assuming he's the murderer. I like you, you had that hotel and. Yeah, the, the the police scene in this film, like albeit it is in Australia, they have different laws. Um, so police in Australia could be this could be perfect in in their view. Uh, but like this scene and then the the ending scene with the police, uh, it was just all kind of like, uh, like hey, let's just try to end this film type thing. <laughs> yeah. um, the ending and, of this film is bonkers, but yeah. <laughs> but like, no, I mean, you know, if I'm looking at it in a American policing lens, um, you know, they don't really have any reason to, you know, detain him um, or other than like, hey, where were you on this day? But like, again, they're basing it off of his truck. Yeah. Um. And then at the end of the film, they're just like, hey, you did this. And they try to arrest him. And then like, yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah. So, um, okay. So we'll jump back. He, the uh, the serial killer has taken off with Jamie Lee Curtis and he's following uh, Stacy Keaches. He's like, they seem to be getting along. She doesn't look kidnapped. And he starts getting pissed off. Like, so they have. So did you think, did you think Stacy Keach was going crazy throughout this film? Definitely near the that's, end. That's the that's the way that it's portrayed is that he is like kind of just going off his rocker a little bit. Like near the end, and, he's like sleep deprived and he's starting right. to see things. Obviously, like what happens happens, right? He's not. He doesn't. The movie doesn't go. Oh, he imagined all of this. No, pretty much ninety nine percent of what he's seeing and doing is actually happening to him. But there are moments late in the film, late at night, where he starts to see shit. Yeah, <laughs> like there's a dingo that like has like crazy eyes that pops That's out of his. That's the windshield. one I was talking about. <laughs> so he's following this. Now they have like um, he keeps calling her Hitch because she's a hitchhiker. I can't remember her name, Laura. Maybe Laura. Sure. But um, I don't think that's right, but. Yeah, I'll find out here in a second. Uh, no, it just bills her as Hitch, but I'm pretty Hitch, sure she yeah. said her name. But anyway, they almost have like a semi-romantic moment. Like he's just hanging out, you know, they're camping. He's got her in tow. He's keeping her company. But there's nothing on, like the character of Pat Quid, who Stacey Keach plays, is a gentleman. Like in the sense of like he's not trying anything with anyone. Right. He's not. That's just not his deal. But there's a moment where Jamie Lee Curtis, like, makes kind of flirtiness with him. It kind of gets close to him and she's kind of feeling him, I guess. And he's like, uh, let's get in the truck. But then now that she he gets jealous, like, oh, she's talking to this guy. Oh, 
And then he later thinks that she's been sleeping with him. And I guess that's the kind of woman she is. And he gets pissed off because he's jealous. Yeah, it's... It, and that's, you know... That's the the weird vibes I get from this movie. Like, it, it does send some mixed signals of, you know, hey, what are his actual intentions? And then, like... And we'll, yeah, I want to talk about the ending, but we will. Um, <laughs> it just a lot of a lot of what's happening in you know this. I will give you credit. You hit the theme on the head. Are they not taking a trip on the road? They are one hundred percent taking a trip. So on let, the road. let's for a second then talk about road trip films. What kind of makes them? It's usually a trip down the road, and you meet various casts of weird characters and things like that. And generally speaking, like at the end of the movie, all that cast kind of shows back up again. And that's what happens here. Happens in Dumb and Dumber. Happens in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. You know, that sort of stuff. So I think, and, and well, to your point, to agree with you, I do think that this is very much a road trip film. Uh, so do you think uh, Stacey Keach's character, Quid, is a gay man? No. I think he... I I just think he's careful. Because um, he's pretty obsessed with this dude um, that he thinks is... No, a, but a it's not killer. sexual in any way. Like, no. I think he's attracted to Hitch. But he also is maybe awkward around women. Maybe more likely he's like a virgin, like a 30-year-old virgin. Like he just didn't have time to meet anyone. He's just been trucking for so long. And so when <laughs> this pretty girl comes along and she starts, he gets uncomfortable and gets in the car, you know, I because I do feel like when he's starting to get jealous of her, like when he thinks she's flirting with this guy and here's a point where he thinks that they're sleeping together in the woods it pisses him off. And if he were a gay man without any um, sexual tension or physical attraction there towards itch, I don't think he gives a shit. So I don't think that the character is gay. I think he might just not know how to be around women that he's attracted to. I mean, you could, you could spin it the other way too, you know? Um, He's he's upset because she's showing uh or he's she is taking away this man's fascination with this other man. Um and maybe, you know, inserting herself into this like uh kind of just dream scenario of his where, you know, he's What? What is following he doing this guy around? That oh Okay. Anyway, I mean, I'm it's fine. I'm off on a tangent. I know. I know it does. I know. It just doesn't read to me in this <laughs> film. That's not the reading I get. Um, no, I mean, I didn't really either. I was just bringing it up because I thought about it. But um, so he, I mean, along the way, I mean, we get we get interesting dialogue from between him and. And his dog, uh, we get between him do- and his dog. His dog responds. No, I mean with facial expressions. Yes, that's true. Um, I like Boswell. Boswell's awesome. 
no, I, I mean, I do too. And I like, I like early on the film, you know, we're introduced to the animal as a dingo and we're told that there's laws against like not killing. No, dingoes. there's laws. Yeah. 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 Like you'll get like, it's against the law to see a dingo and not right, kill and it, not which kill is it. crazy. <laughs> and like, so he why goes do to you this have town. a law? Like I'm thinking in Florida, the state that we live in. There's laws yeah. down, not laws down south, but down south, you are incentivized to kill pythons because sure. they are not indigenous. They're, they're invasive. Kind of, they're right? invasive. They're fucking everything up. So, but you're not, it's not illegal to be like, I'm not going to kill one. Right. But here, <laughs> fucking dog, kill it. No, I'm not doing it. Especially like this, the, the dingo in this is adorable. And it, but I like how he goes on and talks about, oh, he's a dingo. You know, dingoes are loyal and friendly and smart. And, you know, like dogs are like, he has this negative view on dogs. Well, and he, t- and he, he tells us that it's a dingo because they don't bark. They're physically we don't, incapable of barking. And we don't ever hear the dog bark until the, the end, He's but. like, damn it. I got re- <laughs> Well, at first, I'm like, this better not be a plot hole. Like if if they spend time telling you the dog doesn't bark and then he barks and they don't address it in some way, I would be like, "What well, did they just forget that they wrote that?" But no, they dress it and you're like, "Oh, okay." Like he he goes, "Oh, damn, I got ripped off. I was paid thinking I was getting a damn dingo and it's just some runt of a dog, which he still loves." You know, Boswell sticks with him. So so there's a, okay. So there's this part where he pulls over to to he sees the van on the side of the road or whatever. So he pulls over and he hears a couple making coitus in the woods, and he assumes it's the serial killer and Jamie Lee Curtis. And he gets in his truck and drives off. But you see that the door on the rear of his truck is open. Now he's transporting uh, hogs, pig, dead bifurcated hogs and i don't know if that would be the right term for it but they're cut in half and um so he's got a chilled cat uh trailer that has to be at a certain and this is also this is also in the i guess australia was going through some sort of meat shortage yeah in the time uh i guess in the late 70s early 80s and you know a lot of a lot of and it all stemmed from something that was happening in the u.s where meat wasn't being exported worldwide and so like we we get we're we're told through radio exposition which it's clever um that's you know there's a meat shortage he's a truck driver that is hauling meat so his his truck and his uh you know, whatever he's carrying is more important than kind of just regular run-of-the-mill stuff. Yeah, he's got a, a truck full of pork, and it's very valuable and important. So it's, yeah, He not only do you have this sort of cat-and-mouse game as the IMDb synopsis describes it, but you also have this thing where he's he's got to keep his meat at a certain temperature, which doesn't really come right. up that much. But it's how he notices his hatch is open, and he goes in there and he knows he has two extra things hanging. And I think that the movie is trying to get you to think that maybe that's human or even right. goes so far as to say it is. 
it doesn't look human. Doesn't look it. Yeah, right. it looks just like the rest <laughs> of the pork. Um, but you find out later there is more in the cabin than you know he's aware of. Um, but it turns out you, I guess, at some point the killer got back there and hung one of his villains, his victims up. Can't we, can't, all right, so can we talk about the end of the movie? Like, I don't know what else is there is to talk it's, about other than the ending of the movie. Okay, it's good. We'll just say that. So he now, how does this kick off? He gets because he's the well, cops. He's, he there's a triple chase, I guess you want to call it. You have the killer who's being chased by Stacy Keach, who is being chased by the police, right? Because they see his truck, and um, he is now suspected in the kidnapping of Jamie Lee Curtis's character, and and possibly being the serial killer. Like, right? They have, and it's not unfounded, right? Like the they establish along the way why they start to consider him because he's in the same places as the guy, and you know, he did have her hidden in the truck at one point, so. <laughs> So I mean this 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 chase this triple chase as you called it, um, I mean it happens. Uh, I mean it's, we spent a good chunk, like good fifteen twenty minutes in this chase, and and it's through some city in Australia, and it's it's through alleyways and um, just like Stacy Keach getting stuck in this big truck oh, in certain parts. So the finale, right? So serial killer pulls down this alley which he can totally fit through no big deal and Stacy Keach follows in a semi truck and at some point the killer stops and so Stacy Keach stops but the cops don't and they ram the car into the back of the trailer and this I don't know what that was police corner man tell me if you know but there's this thing on the hood that goes under the bumper of the trailer and keeps the car from moving, getting free. I swear this thing is connected to the car with double-sided sticky tape, and that's it. I don't know why they wouldn't have been able to back out. Uh, unless, like, the car had, like, a crazy hood ornament. I don't, you know, I don't it didn't know. It make much sense to me. But. Uh, yeah, it could have been a light of some kind, but it was not attached by much. They should have been able to get out. So you've got the cops in reverse. You've got Stacy Keach, like the killer gets out and you finally see his full face. And he's got, oh, we should talk about his gloves, right? So at the beginning of the movie, you see this guy get his, his kill on. And it's, you know, it's actually kind of a cool shot. Like I like the, it looks like. You never see this guy kill anybody though. Well, at the very, it's implied, very yeah. It's implied that somebody strangles a okay, that's lady, fair. lady of the night, um, and she's a playing vampires. a guitar. And I thought it was, I thought it was, a, I thought it was Jamie Lee Curtis at first. That, um, I was like, oh, we gonna get Jamie Lee Curtis nudity? Let's go. No, you don't get that until Trading Places, um, and the Lindsay re- Lohan movie, huh? Oh, that's Freaky Friday. Never mind. No, she's not nude in that. No, anyway, if you've seen Scream, you know when. Anyway, um, so, yeah, but he's wearing these gloves that are like leather on the palms. And then, like, his grandma crocheted the rest of the glove for him. And these are his murder gloves. They look ridiculous. <laughs> murder 
But you do know because the the guy in the the scene where someone is killed, uh, and this killer or the the guy that drives the green van has the same knitted gloves, crocheted gloves. Um, he sucks though. Like he gets and he spits on the car, and then what happens where he he's getting in his car and he's trying to get away, right? And his car for some reason won't start, which is just classic. And so Stacy Keach is now trying to ram him, but the problem is, is that the police car held by double-sided sticky tape is stuck under the back, which is pulling in reverse. He's trying to go forward, and somehow the tractor, the trailer becomes loose from the actual thing that pulls it, the semi, and the semi bounces forward. It goes up and smashes the guy's car. It looks ridiculous. And um, but the killer had already gotten out and they have a shitty fight and uh, the cops show up and they try to arrest Stacy Keach. And he's like, look in the van and they look in the van and Jamie Lee Curtis is there alive and well. And that's pretty much into the movie. So what do you what do you want to talk about here? I the end scene where Stacy Keach and um, Jamie Lee Curtis are walking down the road and he's got their and he's got his dingo and she's got all her bags. Um, and they had this like a regular mundane conversation, and then we um we cut to like the like some factory dudes um hauling the 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 dead pigs pig meat out of the back of Keech's truck and we see somebody scrubbing the floor and like this lady stands up in the in the semi trailer and a head falls like from the roof of the trailer and i am of the opinion that Stacy Keach is the serial killer. I am not. He goes through the entire film thinking it's this guy. We never see said guy murder anybody. It's just implied. We're we're reliant. We are reliant on Stacy Keach's point of view to tell us that hey, this this guy in the green van is the serial killer, and then he ropes. Jamie Lee Curtis into his line of thinking. And so she like goes and like, we never see him. We never see the, the guy in the green van do anything to Jamie Lee Curtis other than she's duct like, drive away. Right. In I, a I bag in his right. van. Well, I mean, she's committing burglary at the moment. So, <laughs> um, so, <laughs> but so you don't duct tape them and stick them in but, a bag and then drive around a bunch. Well, I mean, you call listen, the mustachioed if... authorities. They get there, they do some shit on some paper and leave. Listen, no, Stacy Keach is not the killer. They establish, but like, the... what? What? How does? How does it? How do they establish that he's not? The I already pointed out the crocheted gloves. Okay, if he was the killer, where are the crocheted gloves? They're... We never see them. Yes, we do. The guy that's uh... driving the van is wearing the same gloves that are seen in the scene where the opening girl gets killed. I'm just saying is that we see like a good chunk of the third act of this film is Stacy Keach suffering from delusions. I, um, yes, and, but he's not the killer. 
He's just not. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, he's not. Be- I just, I think, I think the that I ultimately, I do think the movie is asking you to kind of question that. Um, by I think never throughout sh- the film they do, right? Even I, there's I, a point where I'm like, maybe it's Jamie Lee Curtis, or you know, like they don't. I, there's a point where it is kind of up in the air. But I think the film also really establishes that no, it's the guy in the green van. Well, but like the end scene where the the head falls off out of the the top of the trailer, I mean, to me, I took that as oh shit, this is the trailer that Stacy Keach was in the entire movie. This is the the um, the trailer that he went in thinking that somebody was in there and spent a lot of time in. I don't know. I just found myself questioning, huh, I wonder if Stacey Keach was the murderer the entire time. Let me time. tell you something. Pat Quid had been through a lot in this film, and the last thing he needs is you trying to bury his good name. He went in I'm the just... back of the trailer because someone had already opened it and hung two, two human, halves of human bodies that look very much like a pig. And they also like hint that maybe that this meat human meat has been butchered and served um you know i stacy keach is not the killer <laughs> you know the, the guy that directed uh this film um what's his name richard franklin also directed your favorite sequel psycho 2 listen psycho 2 is legitimately a good movie <laughs> I'm not even playing. It was actually his immediate film after this. Yeah, it's a good movie. I did not know that this was directed by the Psycho 2 guy, which, but like I said, I, I enjoyed this. I had fun with it. I wasn't bored. I thought Stacy Keach kept, despite this being a movie about him on the road, some of my favorite parts of the movie are him on the road just driving and talking about the people around him. Um, I... I found this to be really entertaining and like a, there's something about, again, the, the older films that I find if you get a good one that sets the right tone and mood, that's very comforting to watch. And I, I just really enjoyed watching this. Yeah. I will say that, um, the kind of setting that this movie takes, and I read a little bit about it is that, um, uh, the production company that funded the film wanted to, uh, I guess, they cast they cast Stacey Keach and Jamie Lee Curtis in the film because they wanted it to do well in the United States, um, even though it was shot in Australia. And um, I, I thought that, you know, they're fine. You can't really tell that it's Australia other than it's uh, the, the illusions of kangaroos and yeah. dingoes. Well, and Richard Franklin is an Aussie. Oh, so I mean like I mean it makes sense like I th- I think if if you didn't know that this was shot in Australia, I don't think you would be like, "Oh, this is Australia." Um but knowing that it was shot in Australia and um I I didn't hate it. I did not hate the no, movie. No, you didn't. You liked it. I can't say that I liked uh, it because on. because it's 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 kind of it's it's tonally cheesy in parts 
and that that always throws me for a loop is because I like a consistent tone throughout. Um, but I mean, I think Stacy Keach is really good. I think, um, uh, I mean, Jamie the curse is fine, but she's not in the movie long enough to really do anything. Um, I just, I think, I think the movie sets out and it, and like by the end of the movie, I'm asking myself, I was like, Oh shit, did this, did this dude kill a bunch of people? Is he the serial killer? And like, to me, that's the sign of either a really shitty story or a really good movie. Um, it's a really good and- movie. <laughs> Listen, I'm just going to put this out there. All right. Richard Franklin chronologically coming soon. Somewhere. Oh, I don't Listen, because now that you pointed out Psycho <laughs> 2, I'm like, damn, I enjoyed this film. And, it, you know, no, it's not a masterpiece, but it's a good watch. Then he's got another film called Patrick, which looks like a horror movie. Uh, Cloak and Dagger, which I've heard a lot about. Hey. Hey, he's got a movie called Dick Down Under. I know, and it's not porn. Um, I've <laughs> seen FX too, but I didn't. I saw the first one too, but but he uh, he uh, he is no longer with us. He passed away, but uh, I'm kind of down to watch. He's got a lot of other horror movies. Um, I'm kind of down to watch the rest of these just for me. So I'm, I'm like, hey, uh, Dick, Dick Down Under's uh, American title is The True Story of Eskimo Nell. Oh, what else <laughs> do you want? Nothing. I submit to you. Nothing. <laughs> I'm going to keep this bookmark because I'm picking another film of his. Just oh, God, when the right man, bitch, shut the fuck up. All right. <laughs> Just as soon as the, the, the right, you know, uh, you know, what am I trying to say? Jean, uh theme comes up we're coming back to watch more uh richard franklin films because he's awesome okay so do you recommend this one yeah i'm gonna go ahead and recommend it oh god deal with it bitch listen you're damn (laughs) i didn't recommend oh brother where art thou but i'm recommending road games it it makes no sense it doesn't have to this movie's fun (laughs) it's i there's a thing about it that just makes me happy and I like it. Who who hurt you as a child? No one. Um, <laughs> I just enjoy movies that are good. I I I, I can't put that <laughs> label on this film. I can't. I cannot. This is not, a good movie. With, Listen, even I, your cold, you know, jaded Cannes Festival garbage thing that you subject yourself to even you watch this away you know what i didn't hate this no i didn't that's i didn't a, that's the thing i did 1981 not hate. and i i didn't hate this comes out of you how can i not recommend it <laughs> how can i not <laughs> I, I i mean it's 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 it is fun it is fun yeah, it is. and i think it, that's uh it, that's a testament to stacy keach yeah it is. and and um you know i don't think i've ever seen i i'm looking through Richard Franklin's filmography. I've never seen another film that he's that he has done. Um, I remember the so FX I, films, which the I there are two of them. He didn't do the first one, but I saw the second one. So yeah, but I mean, like it's. I mean, it's 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 entertaining. It yeah, is. It is. Um, so Mark but I, recommends. I, I can't. I, I, no, no I can't. Mark recommends it. I recommend. Go ahead and get you some of this, <laughs> and then while you're at it, watch Psycho Two. Man, Psycho Two is good. <laughs> so mark uh now that we've watched a good film this month how how do you want to yeah. ruin it huh 
Uh, yeah, next, so next week, we're going to be watching the classic road trip um, film. Wait, wait, what did I pick? Uh, <laughs> Wild Hogs. Wild hog. I almost road road wa- hog. What is it called? Road hogs. <laughs> That's wild. They're hogs. hogging the road, like the guy in <laughs> no the boat. We're watching. We're watching the uh, the the comedy classic, Wild Hogs from 2007, starring uh, your boy Tim Allen, your other boy Martin Lawrence, my boy John Travolta, and no, uh, our boy William H Macy. I don't uh, want it. <laughs> I don't. I didn't like it when I saw it the first time. <sighs> this is all like I think of like just a bunch of dudes doing a movie about just like going on a road trip, and this is it. Like I'm, I'm, a I would, I will about admit, a group of guys who are having midlife crises. Yeah, Ugh, I do not want. I, this. I will admit, I am a very large Tim Allen fan. I do not um, want this. And, and I've seen you in person. You're not that big. <laughs> I but uh, I, I I enjoy Tim Allen. I think that's a large part because like I grew up with uh, Home Improvement and and whatnot, and the Santa Claus and I just this this movie I can imagine watching. I haven't seen it in forever, but. Uh, just thinking about watching it makes me Wanna warm and fuzzy huge, inside. Oh. So anyways. Okay, I'll reserve. I'll try to let go of what I remember and uh, try to watch this film with fresh eyes. And yeah. uh, I'm in that's, a, that's all I ask. I'm in a good mood from watching Road Games. I mean, I could have I chosen a different movie by the same director, Walt Becker. Um, I could have chosen Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Road Chip. Um, yeah. How about Clifford the Big Red Dog? Yeah. Well, you know, is Clifford actually a road trip film? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't. I, I mean, just... this guy this guy directed National Lampoon's Van Wilder. Come on. <sighs> You're not helping yourself. Is that, <laughs> Van I Wilder's a classic. I don't know that I've actually seen Van Wilder. That's a Ryan Reynolds. That's Ryan I love Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds like... as much as the next guy, but early Ryan Reynolds was a bit rapey for me. Well, not him, I mean, but his characters were always like lecherous and oh. <laughs> lecherous. <laughs> I'm legit <laughs> on the spreadsheet for his, uh, Spielberg chronologically writing down Richard Franklin. <laughs> By Jove, you've done it! Oh. You've come up with the with the third chronological. Well, no, director. the third one's already selected. Oh, that's Sh- Shyamalan. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right, that's it. So, uh, oh yeah, no, no, we got to plug, we got to plug the music. uh, So uh, again, we'll give a shout out to the Ottawa, Canada, uh, folk alternative band talk with their song "Train," and uh, sure to hit the show notes, get all the links, and if you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, you can find the podcast at. Movie Draft House. And if you want to throw suggestions at Jeff about what not to do, tell what him do you mean? don't do Richard Franklin. Don't do Richard I'll Franklin. I'll do as I please. 
uh, it's anyways. You can you can tell him this at podcast by Jeff. Yeah, and Twitter. if you want to tell Mark to get off his damn high horse, start watching movies made by actual human beings. Then you can go over to I heard you liked on Twitter and just say that to him. And even though it's not based on any fact or clearly all movies are made by humans. I watch movies only by aliens. So Listen, I want to never mind. I just mm. I listen to a real. <sighs> oh, go ahead. Mark, go ahead. why I don't mean... you leave us with words of wisdom this time? All right. Listen, so if you. Mm hmm. If you ever have okay. two birds in the bush, okay, let the dong hang. Yeah. <laughs>